This episode is sponsored by Agent CRM. If you're in sales and tired of paying three, four, or five different companies for your email, CRM, funnels, phone, follow-up automation, check out Agent CRM. It's an all-in-one tool that combines all that you need to reach out, nurture, and close your clients. They've got weekly support calls so you can get up and running in no time. Get a free 14-day trial by going to the link below in the show notes. Hey everyone, this is Dan Wynn with the Intentional Entrepreneur Podcast. Earl Adams, Chief Financial Officer of Jay Galt Financial. Uh, he has 35 years of building businesses and I want to welcome to the show. How you doing, Dan? I am. I'm doing very well. How are you? Doing very good. Good, good. Hey, I'm very excited to talk to you about building business credit on the corporate EIN. And these days, having corporate credit is really important to have just for the flex, because you need some, sometimes you need flexibility and other benefits that get you along with corporate credit. But before we kind of dive into the nitty gritty, can you share a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you're doing today? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dan, for the last 35 years of my life, I've built businesses. Uh, the true American entrepreneur, I guess, if you will, been involved in many different businesses throughout my career, built some real substantial businesses, also fell flat on my face like a lot of entrepreneurs do from time to time, depending on economy and how things go, but learned a lot of lessons. Um, not the kind of lessons you can learn in college, for sure, but mm -hmm. um, throughout the course of my career, I spent a lot of time consulting other companies, looking at the market viability of their product, service, or offering, and really getting to explore and get hands-on in the in the trenches with companies and their sales teams as it related to creating segues into the marketplace with their product, service, or offering. I actually ended up here with Jay Galt because my last company, um, pretty significant company that I had done the same thing with that I'd done with all my businesses, which is make some money, reinvest money, use your own personal credit, build it out, sign personal guarantees, and hope that that dream comes to fruition. Unfortunately, collapsed on me one day. Um, through no, no fault of my own, I, I hit a deer on a Harley Davidson and ended up in a coma. But um, uh, real significant change. And I came across Jay Galt and you know, 35 years of building business, I had no idea that you could actually build credit really on your EIN number, which is actually a social security number for your business. So mm -hmm. when I heard that and when I saw that, I um, I said, you know, this is really where I want to be. I want to go out and impact other people's lives in a positive way and, and share the news that, that I'd found out after being what they would typically consider an astute business professional for mm -hmm. 35 years, unknowingly building business the wrong way. Mm. Sounds good. So I, I'll, I, I form a lot of companies and part of the process uh, or service we provide is getting the EIN for our clients as well. So I'm very excited to talk to you uh, uh, about this. Can you uh, dive a little bit more about why uh, business credit or uh, corporate credit on the corporate EIN is, is important for small businesses today? Sure. <laughs> Not literally, but symbolically, there's three different types of credit. There's the credit that's associated with your social security number. It's personal to you. And then there's something that people refer to as business credit, which is typically credit that's attached to your EIN, but personally guaranteed by your social security number. And then there's true EIN corporate credit, which is wholly untethered to you personally. The goal is to build your credit over on your EIN number. The problem is, 
less than 7% of the people who actually report to the credit agencies that relate to business are even out there. Less than 7% of the people who offer credit. So you have to know who they are, what the mm -hmm. underwriting criteria is, if you're going to go out on this journey of building business credit. Fantastic. So what, what types of things, obviously, we know about business loans, business credit cards. Are there products and services that are kind of unlocked to the small business that they can get beyond those kind of main main financial products? Yeah, what people don't realize is if you actually know who the lenders are, you can virtually replace every expenditure within your business and do it strictly on corporate credit, wholly mm -hmm. untethered to you personally. Meaning if you're a business and you're buying toilet paper for your business or pens, pencils, or fuel for vehicles, things like that, you can do it on corporate credit. And there are lenders and vendors out there that will align with you and do that on your EIN number. What happens there is they report to Dun & Bradstreet, Business yeah. Equifax, or Business Experian. All three of them are important and your credit score goes up. The common misnomer is that people think that business credit is just like their personal credit ranging from 350 on up to 8, 850, it's not that way. It's zero to 100 on business mm. credit. So it's a little different scoring mechanism. One's almost automagic, Dan. It's like mm. you get out of high school and you, you go out and you get some credit and then all three bureaus show a different score. Business mm. credit is very different in the sense that it's intentional, um, mm. intentionally built all the way through and it's real consistent if you're mm. following the right mechanism for doing it. Now, are the strategies to to raise your say personal credit score and things that would hurt your personal credit score do those apply to business credit as well like the the strategies that you use to raise your personal credit score right like not using more than 30 percent of the available oh. credit things like that no it's actually the polar opposite this is what's okay. crazy about business credit the mm -hmm. more you use the more mm -hmm. you pay it on time the more they give you as opposed mm. to your personal where you're trying to hold a balance under 30% of utilization. In business mm -hmm. credit, they know that business expenditures are significantly higher, which mm -hmm. is why business credit typically yields 10 to 100 times that of what you could ever do personally on your own social security number. And the more that you use and the more that you consistently pay it off, the more that they mm -hmm. give you. Remember, they're in the business of lending money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we um, reposition the company that I'm with, we, Jay Galt, we reposition companies and essentially on a micro level, put them in a position to where they're operating like a Wall Street company by bringing mm -hmm. the tools to the table they otherwise wouldn't be able to afford or have access to. So if you have a pile of money sitting on your kitchen table and that's what you pay all your business expenses with, mm -hmm. instead of pulling the money off the table and going out and filling up your fuel tank and going and buying toilet paper and going and buying the sundries for your office, whether it's leases and things of that nature, any business expense you can think of, do it on corporate credit. Not only does it create a buffer mm. for you and when that, that bill comes due, it's that money stays on the table. So think about it in terms of the trades industry. In mm. the trades industry, whether you're a roofer, a plumber, you put in windows, you do masonry, you do electrical or plumbing, siding, HVAC, a lot of times customers' problems become your problems. Meaning you go into the project, they give you X amount down, you pay for your employees, you pay for the products, and about the halfway point in, or maybe a third of the way in, you get another check. Upon completion, your final check comes in, and that's where your money, that's where you're making your money, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of times, customer problems become your problems in that they say, 
you know, I'm not going to be able to pay you for another 30 days. I thought I'd be able to, but you've already spent the money. It's off of your table now. If you'd operated on corporate credit, you now have that buffer. Think of it in terms of a Wall Street company. You go to Walmart today, you buy a toaster. That money you paid for the toasters in their account before they probably even paid for that toaster. Mm. Wow. Wow. So, you know, for small businesses, they obviously don't want to rely dependently solely on credit because uh, misuse of credit or Irresponsible use of credit can really lead to it in the red. So how do you kind of balance, right, maximizing your credit score, maximizing the use of your corporate EIN, but still being fiscally responsible for everything that you buy? Sure. I mean, that's, that's a prudent point. Here's the thing. We aren't, we aren't advocates of going and saying, here's $50,000 at Home Depot. Go out and buy top of line everything that you wouldn't normally buy, right? We're saying change the way you spend your money. When you Mm. change the way that you spend your money, you build that corporate credit. So when you need the big money for Mm. expansion or maybe more employees or more vehicles or equipment and things like that, you don't end up in that quagmire that most businesses run into where they're going, where am I going to get the money? I I don't Mm. have any business credit. So just like that teenager who goes out and gets their first apartment and says, Dad, will you co-sign for me? And you give them that speech about how you're going to take care of your credit and build it out. Your business is also your baby. It's your your Mm -hmm. child. Most people relate to it that way. But Mm -hmm. you shouldn't shoulder the responsibility of it forever. It has its own social security number. So it builds up its credit intentionally, and it has to be fiscally responsible at the same time. So changing how you spend your money, you're going to spend it anyway. Just do it on corporate credit, and your Mm -hmm. score will raise, and you'll put you in a position to win if and when you need it, you know that you have it. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's it sounds like it's kind of like a passport. Someone told me about this, like about a United States passport or any passport, I guess, depending on the, where you are from. It says it's, it's nice to, to not need, but have. For so, sure. right. So um, for someone who uh, maybe isn't sure whether this is right for them or, or, cause obviously you want to have it, available before you actually need it right how can how can a small business person kind of position themselves so that they're like a paper like really good candidate uh for some of these financial institutions that are lending on ein um on the ein number well i mean there's a couple different options what we do as a business you can do on your own Mm-hmm. You can go out and build your own corporate credit. The problem is it's probably going to take you five to seven years to accomplish what we can accomplish in eight to 12 months. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to bring on an extra staff. You're going to really have to approach it from a full po- full-time standpoint. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to be throwing a lot of spaghetti against the wall, and you still will. So um, certainly working with a company like ours is, is the biggest benefit. There's nobody who touches what we do. But if you think about it from um, – standpoint of entering into business or currently being in business, you go and you set up an LLC. Why? You want to be credible as a business for sure. Mm. You want the tax advantages that come from being an LLC or an S corp or a C corp. But even more importantly than that, maybe you've spent your whole life working. You've bought your home, you've bought your cars, your boats, your college funds, your 401ks, and you want that corporate veil in place to protect your personal assets. 
The -hmm. problem is people consistently, when they start a business, go and they flop over on that side and use these things as guarantees to secure funds for their business. It's wholly Mm -hmm. unnecessary. So Mm -hmm. even if you don't feel like you need corporate credit, Mm -hmm. you need corporate credit because you don't Mm -hmm. want to tether yourself to it. And people do it over and over again. Here's an interesting statistic, Dan. Last year, 594,000 businesses shut their doors forever. They're gone. They're no, they're no more. They mm-hmm. did a poll of those 594,000 businesses. 83% of them said if they had access to crediting capital, they could have kept their doors open longer. Even mm-hmm. worse yet, of those 594,000 businesses, on average, they were left with around $80,000 worth of debt now assigned to them personally that related to their business. That's a travesty. What's interesting beyond that is you talk about preparation going in and doing a business. You'll you'll do your normal things. You'll get your master business license, your LLC. Maybe you go S-Corp. Maybe you go C-Corp. You'll get your general liability insurance in case someone slips on their sidewalk, on your sidewalk and breaks their leg or spills coffee in their lap. And you'll spend 40 and $50 a month for that till the cows come home. And maybe nobody ever makes a claim, but you're like, I've got to be a smart business person. If the number one reason that businesses fail is a lack of access to credited capital and it's an easily remedied situation, why wouldn't you then also make that part of your preparation plan and approach your business, whether you've been in business for a week or been in business for 10 years and secure yourself against the advent of potentially losing everything because you don't have access. Right, right. In the, You've previously mentioned personal guarantees, mm-hmm. and I just wrapped up a lease for a client, and like nearly all commercial leases, the landlord's going to want a personal guarantee. Does accessing these types of um, uh, credit on the corporate EIN, can that help avoid personally having the owner personally guarantee, uh, say, a commercial lease? Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, your EIN comes from the IRS. It's federally delineated Mm -hmm. as its own entity. It's its own person. Therefore, they have to they have to look at that. And what's interesting, personally, you might qualify for one hundred thousand dollars in credit. Corporately, you might qualify for a million dollars in credit. If you're the landlord, which one do you want securing it? Mm. Right, right. Yeah, because I think we haven't. um, I always tell the clients like, hey, you know, this is pretty much a, a, a non-negotiable for the landlord unless they can find another source of, of financial backing, right? If, if the company um, goes under. But it's nice to know that these particular strategies can help them avoid a, 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 a personal, um, personal guarantee. Now, are there particular industries that these strategies that you're talking about works best for? You know, it's interesting when, when we started with JGALT and when we went out there and started working with businesses, and keep in mind, we've our platforms helped 44,000 plus businesses achieve stellar corporate credit already. We've got 33 million to go, but we're working mm-hmm. on it. But when we started, we thought it was going to relate a lot to the people that were starting up in business. But what we found was these companies, and some of them are virtually enterprise companies, you know, $100 million, $500 million a year top line revenue companies. They have shareholders that are on the cap table that have tied themselves, tethered themselves personally. There's debts and encumbrances that relate to the business. So when they hear 
that we can build corporate credit to the level that it needs to be. And they go over on the other side of the corporate veil and clear these things up, unencumber them and flop it back on the other side. It's a, it's a win. So mm. now we're dealing with seasoned companies that have been around for a long time that, you know, it, it's, it's always fun when you're in a conversation with the CEO and you're saying, you know that your EIN is a social security number for your business, right? Mm -hmm. And as such, you should have corporate credit on it. Of course, I see you do $50 million a year in revenue, yet your business credit report says you only qualify for $1,500 in business credit. They're like, $1,500 in business credit? That's what it says. And they turn to their CFO and go, why? <laughs> they turn to their, their accountant, their CPA, they're going, why? Because they don't know. It's not taught. Mm -hmm. This is why mm -hmm. we're called by colleges all over the place. I have people straight out of Wharton School of Business. They're like, they don't teach this, yet mm -hmm. they should. But if you think about banking as a whole and the predatory side of it, they're out there contacting business owners saying, hey, you, you guys want a HELOC? You know, yeah. we'll give yeah. you a pool yeah. of money. Now, they know mm -hmm. what the default rate is on the HELOCs. They also mm -hmm. know what interest they're going to garner from that HELOC. And they also know what the that appreciable asset will turn into over the course of the loan. Mm -hmm. What do you think they're hedging their bets? Are they doing mm -hmm. it because it's altruistic or are they doing it because they know historically the default rate is X and they're going to gain this much in terms of personal properties that, that are going to be appreciable? If you think about it, banks ask you to put a HELOC on your home. That's predatory. The reality is... <laughs> You don't want a HELOC on your home. You don't want that for a pool of money on your business. The banks know doggone well what the default rate is on HELOCs. They also know what kind of money they're going to gain from the interest on that HELOC. They also mm -hmm. know that that appreciable asset, if they gain it, is going to yield, yield them X. And it's wholly unnecessary. If you have corporate credit on your EIN, you don't have to put yourself in that situation. There's far better lending out there as it relates to businesses than going and tying up your personal assets to fund your dream, which is your business. How does how does this strategy work for real estate investing or can it's, it? It's tremendous. Mm. If you're a real estate, let's say you're in fix and flip mode. I mean, you're going to Home Depot, you're going to Lowe's, you're you're paying contractors, you have expense after expense after expense just on on top of getting the home. If you go and you establish yourself as a as a business, you build corporate credit, you have resources that you wouldn't otherwise have, and you're not constantly running out trying to find investors and share in the profits as it relates to real estate investing. Yeah, we, we have a tremendous amount of people in that, that realm with our company right now and they, they love what we've been able to do for them. Yeah. So for for the new business owner who just started their LLC or even corporation, mm -hmm. um what's you know obviously they're as far as intensive purposes they're very baby and, and not not very new can they still qualify for relatively uh, uh, large lines of credit or access to capital? Well, again, your... it's, it's like building your personal credit, right? right? You right, start right. as a baby, you're going to get X yeah. amount, and then you show responsibility. The difference is it happens so much faster with mm. business credit. Personal credit, you're going to spend years building that up and end up at an 800 score, and you're like, mm -hmm. okay, the world's my oyster. <laughs> business credit, you can do it in eight to 12 months. You just have to be responsible and you're going to do it spending money the way you'd normally spend it on mm -hmm. things you'd normally spend it on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and kind of going back, you 
you're not necessarily required to spend spend you know those particular funds that you're loaned out to but like you mentioned before the more you spend in a sense the more that they'll give you right absolutely i mean if <laughs> let's say you spend a hundred dollars <laughs> and the bill comes due and you pay it early mm-hmm. okay let's give you more you know yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's just things that you're always spending money on whether it's fuel and sundries and things like that you Mm-hmm. Do it on corporate credit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. So, what's um, man? There's this is this is like a whole new world that people aren't like you said. They're not taught. This is you know even I would say in the maybe in the normal business world too, they're only exposed to whatever banking they go to, right? Mm-hmm. And hey, I'll open an account. Hey, you're gonna need a credit line. All right, do you need a loan? And so this is not a. a, a, a something that's taught or I think not enough people know about. And so thank you for sharing um, uh, your, your wisdom here today. So, Hey, any, any final thoughts you want to share with our listeners about, you know, building business credit on the corporate EIN? Yeah, you can do it yourself. It's going to take you a long, long time. Hopefully you're really good at spreadsheets. I would avoid taking advice from people who shoot videos and vehicles telling you how you can go and get yourself some credit cards and things like that. They're, they're just fractional micro pieces of the old overarching picture. Um, mm-hmm. all, we pulled everything there is from the ethosphere, compressed it down and put it together chronologically. And it really starts with the foundation of your business. Mm-hmm. If you start, if you're going into business, you have to make sure your foundation is strong and it's things as simple as making sure you're on 411, your numbers registered there, that mm-hmm. all the alignment between how you registered your business, what your license says, what the internet says, those are all in alignment. It'll throw up red flags and prevent you from getting credit. There's about 125 different points that have mm-hmm. to be touched on it, mm-hmm. that relate to the foundation of your business. So making sure those are in alignment before you go out and start trying to build corporate credit is mm-hmm. gonna save you a lot of headache and hassle. Um, that's, that's where companies like us come into play, but first, absolutely imperative the most important thing you can do for your business is establish corporate credit mm-hmm. you absolutely need because you don't know when the next covid is going to hit you don't mm-hmm. know when the next catastrophe is going to hit or even when a deer is going to walk out in the road and change your life forever so yeah. having that that part of your life separated so that you can maintain the life that you became accustomed to is imperative it's the most important thing that you can do all right hey we're with Earl Adams from Jgot Financial sharing some wise words about building your corporate credit. Uh, before we finish out, we also we always like to end the interview with a lightning round of uh, entrepreneurship questions. So just okay. answer the first thing that pops in your head. All right. All right. Okay. So who do you look up to? My mom and dad. All right. What's the best business advice you've ever received? It's impossible to hide from your personality. 100% of the time, a person will show you exactly who they are. Pay attention. Mm. Um, what's your favorite business book? You know, I like the Cash Flow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki. Mm-hmm. If you could do one thing over again, what would it be? I would have spent more time in school learning about computers. It's just I was in a weird little impasse there where you either played games on them or you learned about them, and I wanted to play games on them. <laughs> um, you lose everything except uh, lose everything in your business except uh, um, your laptop, internet connection, your cell phone. How do you rebuild your business in 30 days? 
I reach out to the people that I have credibility with that I've built relationships with over the years and say, I'm available. <laughs> All right. um, are you familiar with the term three feet from gold? I am. Okay. So how do you know as a business owner and entrepreneur where you might just be three feet from gold or when you need to pivot your business? You have to always know that you're three feet away from gold. You can't ever give up. Um, if it's not in you on a cellular level, if your belief isn't there, it'll be recognized by everybody else. That would be when you pivot. But you should always believe you're three feet from gold and never give up. All right. And what's the biggest challenge in your business today? Bandwidth. Everybody mm. wants what we have, and I am completely buried, and so is everybody else. I need more bandwidth. All right. Hey, thanks, Earl, hanging out with us from J. Gall Financial. If our listeners want to build their corporate credit on their EAN, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? They can email me directly at eadams at jgalt.io, mm -hmm. and I'd be happy to connect them with any of the people within our field and answer any questions for them. All right. Hey, we'll put that uh, email in the show notes if that's okay with you. And thanks again for hanging out with us. I appreciate it, Dan. Thank you for having us. All right. Thank you.